0: to the exposed network we are here on our first episode transitioning from the thousand words if you guys have been with us listening to the thousand words for a while thank you so much we're finally back it's been like i want to say it's been almost a year since we recorded our last episode maybe a little less than that but so uh, we came back from uh, recording the thousand words and we have a lot of life that we've been living for <laughs> for this year and now we're ready to come back and kind of just like throw it back out there so as usual my name is anthony nahozan i'm here with Migs Whiskey. Migs Whiskey. And today we're going to be starting off our um, first episode with a guest. And our guest is a very specific person. He's been in our lives for a second now. And uh, he's a real good dude. He's come out of some really dark places and uh, has shown himself to be able to be resilient against the grain of the world. And uh, not only has he been able to show a really great life, but he's been able to get out of some seriously terrible situations by the general understanding of the world. And so, who we have today is my good old friend uh, Fausto something last name Cas
1: Cas Casaminoes Casaminoes. I'll take the Casiminos one. I <laughs> like that one. Fausto <laughs> Casaminos. <laughs> but also know, but also known as his Instagram handle, soberfaust. sober Faust. Is that sober
0: underscore Faust? Is that true? That's that's true. That's true. That is <laughs> valid. True. Fausto, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, It was Migg's idea. Uh, I don't want to take credit because I would never interview you. I know that. You're a little too crazy for me. I appreciate
1: your honesty. Yeah,
0: You're definitely in Migg's category of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Molded in the darkness.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Chameleons. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're gonna be uh, here on exposed network. is no different from the thousand words. We're gonna be talking a lot about life and trying to um, <laughs> trying to get people to places in which they're questioning the things that we do on a daily basis, and so we're actually getting more knowledgeable as to why we do what we do. And uh, the main thing always is still going to be be honest and always ask why. Those are the two main things about this show that we like to um, bring it back to always. And so um, for this interview, we'll be doing a lot of that stuff. And so we're coming here straight out, still still coming straight out the Magic House here in Anaheim, California. And um, we're gonna be getting right back on this horse, man. Migs, what do you think? How, how you man, doing? I like it. I like it. I like I like bringing people on here too
2: that have gone through a story. Right. You know, because everyone can talk. From reading the book, Mm -hmm. but experiencing it is different. I think David Goggins says it's a theorist and a practitioner. Mm -hmm. We have a practitioner here. Right. This guy has gone and molded himself from the darkness that life has thrown at him. Right. And those are the guys that I consider warriors and just great men. Absolutely. And we have a great man here, and his, Mm -hmm. his name is Fausto. Sober
0: Faust, man. Fausto. You have uh, quite a history, and for the people who have never heard you before and talk about your story, um, I've heard it a million times. I'm just going to plug my ears while you say it again. <laughs> but um, to those who have never heard your story before, give me a quick little rundown <clears throat> about where you're coming from and, uh, and the directions that you're heading.
1: Yeah, um, I'll make this one sweet and quick. Nice. I've been practicing this. Have you <laughs> <know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, Six year old kid, when I was six, uh, I got sexually abused by an older kid in the apartment complex that I lived in. Um, my home was dysfunctional. I had a loving mother, but uh, a drug addict father who was just very, very emotionally and mentally abusive. He didn't know how to be a father. <laughs> so I kind of had no safe zone really to feel safe. Um, I developed a. Um, Personality of survival traits that helped me cope with what I was feeling and When I got into ninth grade Those coping skills found another way to cope and it was through alcohol Mm. and then um, from that Drugs came into play and then once I got into meth. uh, I was molested at 15 by a family friend and then from there That went on for a few months and then from 15 to 25 was just me kind of again using those survival traits of coping with what happened and it just led me down a path of 11 years of drug and alcohol abuse to the point of suicide and you know codependent relationships um, having a hard time building intimacy with people and on that pathway you know my my mother got cancer and um, again that was something that you know broke me and I and I still was in my addiction but it got to a point of when I was gonna kill myself and I had 20 drug-induced seizures that I somehow developed a willingness to to seek help and when I went to seek help you know it it was the first time in my life that um the the God concept was kind of put into my life for use and you know I felt that peace and because I felt that peace I had like this like this energy like 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 a superhero like feeling in my life which was god that carried me through my first year of recovery and you know now i'm almost on two years sober and it's just been a it's been a really um interesting journey for sure but,
0: right that's to be well, honest I've, I've heard that we've heard well, the story quite a, quite a couple yeah. times and it really is like a it's a deep story man you're yeah. dealing, you're dealing with things that most people We'll say most people haven't mm-hmm. dealt with at least to the degree that you have but mm-hmm. are definitely not comfortable enough to start talking about it mm-hmm. and so here at Exposed Network we're all about being able to be honest and yeah. your version of honesty mm-hmm. is very much I'm not gonna just keep this in the dark I wanna talk about this openly no
2: oh, man and this is darkness for sure 6 years old and 15 years old I mean drug use you're talking about mom going through <coughs> cancer and man that's I mean tell us a little bit of where was the where was the moment like the change moment for like like when the abuse was
1: happening what, what what got you through that so when I was six and it happened till this day I don't know I tried thinking about uh, what I how I was mentally I really don't know I don't even think I even knew it was bad necessarily because I believe that I thought that was what I had to do to fit in mm-hmm. you know so I didn't say nothing I believe because with that because that happened I started having sexual um, you know in like um experiences with uh, this neighbor at my house because I thought it was normal I knew we couldn't get caught because we would hide and do it in the closet but again it's like my mentality was seeking that <clears throat> and after that too I started doing that with one of my cousins and again, it was seeking it. It was an excitement to do it, <clears throat> but again, don't get caught. So, on that one, <clears throat> I I really don't know. I'm still kind of figuring that out for yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, what I believe it was is like they say. Like I d- I just didn't know. Um, but on the second one, <clears throat> when I was 15, that was that's when I was more aware of. <sighs> um, to cope with it was really just like you said. You know, it was just using, mm-hmm. avoiding because um, there was shame on the situation because uh, I believed that it was my fault.
0: And by that point, you knew that it, or you, you knew to yourself that it was wrong. So when <coughs> you're a kid, you don't necessarily know that it it's wrong. <coughs> by this point, you're very much clear that it's wrong.
1: I knew, I knew that it was wrong, but like in a weird way. Yeah. I was like in a weird way, maybe. Like to, a shameful kind of wrong. Like a shameful yeah. way, like, oh my gosh, like if they find out not like I shouldn't have done that. Almost kind of like it's wrong, but almost like if I get caught, what's gonna happen? Yeah. You know, uh, is he gonna kill me? If they find out, am I gonna go to jail? Um, what are they gonna think about me? What does this mean? You know, it made me question everything. So coping with that was just, it, yeah. it was there was no coping, which is avoiding it.
2: And that's like fear on both sides, like fear of like opening up about it. And then the fear of just knowing that being stuck in it is still fucked.
0: Yeah, right. That, it's like
2: being trapped. Yeah, it's like that's, that's, <clears throat> that. That feels like trapped. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 scary, man. And did uh did so sobriety right? Because mm-hmm. obviously that comes into this picture too. Because mm-hmm. to cope, you use the drugs. Was that a big key
1: to help you open the door into healing from this? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That was definitely the first step. One of the first steps to allow me to heal from that for sure. Um, yeah.
0: Was it always tied together? Like the idea of getting sober and also um, dealing with that kind of like dark past, was that always tied together or was it one thing over and or one thing before another <clears throat> before you realized?
1: It? No. Yeah, it was it, at, at, when it first happened, it was mainly just get sober. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. It was more just that I didn't because I didn't know what getting sober was I didn't mm-hmm. know how it, how you went about it I didn't know what AA was 12 steps and it was through the 12 steps where I was able to know that there's a part of it where you write about stuff like that you right. know you write on the traumas so you can heal yeah. so that came with the with the sobriety
2: right. so, so walk our guests through that the moment that you hit that rock bottom that they talk about mm-hmm. and then you walk into that room and you start taking them steps and how they kind of just started ev- evolving in- inside you into something that, that that became
0: yeah how was that how was the first the first steps in that yeah, man cause in recovery yeah
1: um walk us through like the, the... Yeah. so I remember it was like again I had no knowledge of what AA was never been to a meeting uh didn't know nothing about it just knew people go there to get sober so uh I remember going on my phone because I was in my rock bottom, which was, you know, seizures, suicide. Um, I was running out of money. I was in debt. You know, I just lost a job. I uh, lost my relationship. And um, I'm about to lose my home. So it was almost like I, I was forced to, like, I better do something. Yeah, right. Because it's, like, it's not just my internal side that's hurting. It's not my past that's hurting me. It's what's happening in my present. And this is affecting my, my family. And, it, you know, I'm going to lose everything. So... I was at desperation, so somehow God gifted me with the obsession of being willing to get sober, so once I walked into AA, I just looked it up on my phone, Fullerton went there, and I remember when I walked in there, again, nothing, but whatever it was, I just felt like I had this confidence to go up and share. Hmm. And I had anxiety the whole time, wasn't there, but I was just so broken and I was so willing and having that feeling of God the day before that, like feeling that peace, I was like, I just felt like I had somebody helping me and carrying me. So I just went up and shared what happened to me and everything for the first time. And after that share, people came up to me and they are just like, you know, me too. Here's my number. It happened to me too. So it like, it like took away that feeling of I'm the only one going through this, you know. And that helped me become more willing to keep on going back. So honestly man it wasn't had nothing to do with me whatever the you know god or whatever people believe in was inside of me and he gave me this confidence to keep on going back and it was like this change was happening you know like this things made sense the abuse made sense being an addict made sense um and i started to like feel god's presence through people everywhere everywhere i mean a random person when i was working like i was serving um a song that would pop up, a sign on the freeway, um, a text message from somebody, and it was so consistent. It was just like I had no reason not to believe. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, this is so real. This is what people talk about. This is who God is. Like, all this is real. I never knew this was real. So that carried me to work on myself and to keep on moving forward. Um, so I believe that's was what my experience was that kept me going. Right. So a lot of it has a lot
0: to do with like spirituality. Mm-hmm.
1: Your intro yes. into like,
0: um, talking about AA or getting sober has a lot to do with like that transition, the transition of like, um, a, a spiritual connection mm-hmm. and then getting into a place where you weren't a program. Mm-hmm. It's really important. A lot of people kind of like skip that step and like lose the hope or maybe a faith that would go into how can I get sober? How can I get better in my life in general? How do I make myself, you know, a stronger individual? And so for you to kind of like uh, get to that place where, um, um, you get broken down so much in life find some sort of spiritual awakening whether it be a small one or mm-hmm. a big one and then have that transition into a program that right there is something that people skip sometimes they'll get like a spiritual awakening and then say I don't need a program mm-hmm. or skip the spiritual um, um, connection and then go straight into program and then maybe mm-hmm. never get a spiritual connection sometimes some obviously some people go into program and then get a spiritual connection but mm-hmm. it seems to be the case that you need to both have both mm-hmm. you need to have both and there's mm-hmm. no way that you can kind of skip that around yeah.
1: yeah I believe that there's three things you need and it's God mm-hmm. Um, some form of recovery, which is like whatever meetings you go to, because it's community. Yeah, you need that community. Community, right? And then um, service. Right. And that and that's the thing. God is founded in whatever program you work. Yeah. Or before. Yeah. And then you find a community of people just like you. Right. So you can help people lift you because mm-hmm. you can't do this alone. And then and you don't feel
2: alone when there's a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like and, that.
1: And then to be able to offer help, and it's like just saying. Congrats yeah. or if you need someone to talk to talk to me because those phone calls when someone calls you for help It gives you a sense of like purpose, you know, like whoa right. like I'm, someone's actually coming to me for help so that balance I feel is necessary to keep you going because I Mean, that's just what I've learned from my experience I, and yeah. I love that you say purpose IDG do, do, Are you
2: do you believe that you went through that hell so no one has to go through it?
1: Are you one of those believers? that is something that i always battle with every day you know i was more um i believed it more when i got sober in the beginning but there's still times where i question it Mm -hmm. but that is something that uh that does help me move forward um and takes away the power of what happened and helps me own it and utilize it to help others but for people that think that too maybe it's like it's a battle because there's days I don't believe that Yeah, right. and, and I could pray and for I, it and it just doesn't feel that way
2: I love that I love the honesty and yes. that's what we talk about mm-hmm. in Exposed Honesty like everyone thinks it's like a fucking movie you're gonna like get this moment you hit the period and then you like you, you hit that uh Rock bottom, and then you get up, and it's like a Rocky movie, and yeah. he wins the fight, and then it's over. Yeah, it's right. not like that. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about, you're talking about still there comes doubt, there's come. Mm-hmm. There's still a battle. I'm from a, a believing that. Like, this ain't no fucking movie. Yeah. Like, not all of a sudden, I've, I changed in, it and it's
0: all good. Yeah. So, his, uh, the story that you talk about is just like, um, I like that you talk about that because we've known you for a while now, and in those, and those stages when we met you, it was very much, you were on that understanding. The understanding mm-hmm. is that, like, I believe that I went through what I went through so I can be able to help others, right? And uh, that may not be false, right? But you're in a stage right now where you're thinking to yourself is that like the story? Like is that the way that it was written out for me? Or is that the story that I made for myself? And that right there in Exposed Network is very important that we get to that place where we're talking about like, all right, let's not like pretend that this was like, um, oh, this is just, this only happened to Fausto or this mm-hmm. is the story that was quote unquote written up for him. Mm-hmm. Fausto in a lot of ways is like, dude, stuff like this happens to people all the time. Mm-hmm. And like you're not, in a lot of ways, you're just like looking at somebody and saying like, your, your suffering is really is not that special. Like there's other people who have been through what, they, what you've been through. Mm-hmm what makes you special is the fact that you're not sitting here saying that somebody else wrote my story is more so to do with i'm taking the pen and i'm writing my own story i'm the one who's taking advantage of the situation and say no matter what i've gotten chief says this all the time not everybody has a full full, um, um deck of cards although I've been given this, I'm doing something specific with it. And that takes the strength, and sometimes we don't have the strength to be able to pick up that pen and write our story sometimes. And I think that like uh, knowing you, and I'm glad that like you're here in this very specific moment in your life on our podcast, because if you were to come on and be like, everything's great, and life is fantastic, and I'm doing my podcast, and I'm doing everything that's great, um, that would feel like, yeah, but is that like that all the time? And the mm-hmm. answer, is, especially what's going through right now in life, is no, it's not like that all the time. In fact, I'm not... I'm not guaranteed, nor am I owed that all the time. I owe to myself what I believe that I am owed to myself, and some days I don't believe I'm owed something. And some days I believe that I deserve it and I'm going to fight for it. And so for you to be in that stage in life is actually extremely refreshing, because I deal with that myself too. Where it's just like, this is what my life's supposed to be. And there's some days where I'm Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't feel like that, though, today. And it's like those days where I'm like, alright, I either got to write it out or I got to remember I'm the one who's in charge of what happens in my life. Therefore, if I feel like trash today, it's because I allowed myself to feel like trash today, and because I was never I, you. You were You talk yeah. about how like when you first started like getting into the spiritual moments, you're looking around, you're like these signs and these people and mm-hmm. all these things, right? And the idea is that like something new came in, right? And is it that there's a spiritual connection that came in? Is it that God starts showing you things? Or is it that you finally opened your eyes, went out of your way to find these things that were always there all the time, right? And so for yourself to kind of get to that place is actually really refreshing. It is that idea of like the honesty in it is that, Fausto, you're the one who's in charge of what happens in your life. And you're the one who's in charge of how you feel about something based off of what you think. And so I really appreciate that you said that. I really, really, really do, because that not only speaks um, life into people that have gone through what you've gone through, but even going through what you're going through right now, that is something that I don't relate to your backstory at all in any way, shape or form, but I can definitely relate to what you just said right now, which is there are days where I'm just like, am I playing out the story or do I need to change my mind and say, am I not writing the story anymore? Did I take a break on writing that story? I like that. <sighs>
2: Heavy. Um, I got oh, go I got two questions, man. One for the young kid or young lady listening to this on the other side. A little bit of advice of how to get started or what to do, like in that trap moment, because if it feels like it feels like a cage, man, like coming out and saying mm-hmm. it and even staying in it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like what could you say to that person?
1: Like what to do that are people like, who like have gone through abuse maybe. What s- did you do? Yeah. I would say, like, you, know, you have to have some spiritual belief. You have to have some spiritual belief. You have to find a community of people, so you can open up, you know, to 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 get that help. Because yeah. we can't get help if we don't say nothing. And I'm not saying tell your family because there might be a family member that did it or yeah. someone that you know, and that's totally understandable. And so find a community of people that have gone through what you've gone through to to feel connected, because those people will help you out. They'll carry you. They'll text you. They'll message you. They'll invite you to dinner, to lunch, talk to you. You know, love on you. And um, and then after that, whatever you can do to to work on yourself, and that could look, look in different shapes and forms it could be 12-step work if you're an addict getting sober if you're not an addict and you're going through that I mean there's a lot of uh self-help books that talk on trauma It's like inner child meditation um you can do therapy counseling like get help I say that that's the first step is get help and have a higher belief you know and just don't give up on yourself and just know that you know you're not alone and that times will be hard and it's okay it's okay to not be okay just keep on moving forward yeah
2: and you're not alone if you're Mm -hmm. listening you're not alone there's places i want to help you a church at a a n a Mm -hmm. there's a book written just for Mm -hmm. for us man i i'm from believing that too brother and i love your story and i love that's why i wanted you on here man and Mm -hmm. It's real, there's kids. I mean, you, you, you're you're seeing it on the news. These guys are getting caught up with child pornography and all this mm-hmm. stuff, man, this stuff, it, it's a sick world. Mm-hmm. And like you said, sometimes abuse is coming from home and that's even, mm-hmm. man, the people that are supposed to protect you are the ones hurting you. And, but there is, you're not alone and and there is help. Mm-hmm. Another thing, my second question is, what do you do today to get you through those moments of doubt or hard times. Cause I know we've talked Mm -hmm. and it's work. You gotta work. Mm -hmm. People think it's just gonna be, you get on your knees and pray. Now there's actually faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. It's biblical. They say it in AA, they say it in a lot of places. So I know you put in work to to get out of that hole. Mm -hmm. Can you tell our guest, what you practice when those times of darkness comes? Mm, no, that's a good
1: question. Yeah, I mean, I like what you said how faith without works is dead. What I've been learning too is faith with works can sometimes feel dead. You yeah. know, and that's that's been the hardest part for me. So what I do is I do pray. I do meditate. I do read. I call my sponsors, um, I call people that I can relate to and talk to, um, and sometimes I'll get honest in a meeting, you know, I'll stay in front of everybody, I don't maybe even know the people in the meeting because it's a new meeting, I'm trying, I go, look guys, I'm scared, I have no idea what's going on, I want to kill myself, I'm scared, I'm, f- I'm afraid, and I don't know why, I'm um, so just getting honest and sharing that with people so people could talk to you after the meeting, that's what I've been doing so people could talk to me. Um, but again, like I said, I, I do all these things. I take the action and I'll, I'll, and I need to talk to my sponsors mainly. I think it's the most important one because I need people who have been where I've been to really put things in perspective because I'm learning that there's going to be times where you don't feel good every day for a long, long time. Yeah. And that's where I said sometimes the faith with works. You're like, what's, what am I doing wrong? You know, and, it, and it's a scary place to be because then it's like, how do I trust myself? you overthink everything so i just think what i do now is especially now is i just have to have to consistently stay close to people who who can help me and believe them even when i don't yeah that's what i've been doing it's a scary place yeah i I could just imagine trust issues Mm -hmm. for sure i mean. Mm -hmm. family members I mean come on like this is this you're talking Mm -hmm. and the hardest part with that too I've noticed is if people can relate to if you're if you're around people that maybe you feel are not as pure as you you know and you still love them but maybe not as pure But all these good things are just happening to them nonstop, and you're just watching it happen, and you're like, "What am I doing wrong? I'm doing so much. This person's doing nothing." Then they're like, "Guess what? Guess what? This, this, and that happened. I'm going here. This happened. I just got a phone call. This happened." I'm like, and it's so hard in those moments to be like, because the mind is the mind is your worst enemy yeah you know oh i love that and yeah. the, and the scary part too that happens with it, i believe is when god becomes not god to you and it's in those moments of like is there a god yeah is this what what's happening right now like god you know my mind you know what i'm thinking why would you let me think these things right now like i'm scared please help me and then the help doesn't come in those moments you know so yeah it's so interesting i think that um migs and i have talked
0: about like concepts on this a lot where like we always talk about like what what is what it is that we specifically think that we're owed. Like when we're co- talking about the conversation of like God and the connection between humanity and God, or even like uh, if you were to believe something else, this falls into the same category. But we're primarily be talking about um, connection to the Bible, right? And it's it's like this idea that I I feel that I'm I signed up for a very specific thing, and if I do good, good things will happen to me, right? And this goes like I said beyond different religions, karma. People think talk about this concept all the time. But the reality is, even the Bible talks about this, that it rains on the just and unjust alike, that everybody is going to have to deal with the rules not created by God, but created by the world. Humanity has taken reign over how this world works. And the way humanity runs is that a lot of it has to do with the idea of success, has something to do with, like, luck more than anything else a lot of times, right? So when we start putting, like, God in the same category as humanity of saying, like, if I do good things, God, you're going to make good things happen to me, right? And in a lot of ways, God is like, well, on my terms, yes. I will give you peace if you seek peace. And if you seek peace on my understanding and my standards, right? But if you're seeking peace on the understanding of the world, like, peace to me is getting a a bonus $200 randomly, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, I'm not on that. That's not my game. I don't do that. That's not how we do things. So then we get that those two those two concepts mixed up, and all of a sudden now we're looking at God saying, like, why can't I get a break in my finances? God's like, because that's not my forte. That's not my thing. My peace is more so to do with the fact that your soul's at peace, that you're, you're you're contempt with even living on the streets. That's a God kind of peace. So when we get those things mixed up, I think we get to that place where we start doing that to ourselves. Where we start saying, it's like, God, where are you at? And God's like, I'm here. It's just, are you looking for my kind of piece, or are you looking for the world's kind of pieces? Because there is a difference, and I think that, like, when we do that with different programs in general, like any programs in general, we start mixing things up. That's when we start getting like really confused on things. So you got to currently really kind of like, rem- or understand how to compartmentalize what it is that you're feeling about something, you know, and that in that, that place. And you start confusing those things or putting them together. That is a scary thing because you start like pointing fingers at the wrong people, mm-hmm. pointing the fingers at the wrong programs, the wrong you know entities or whatever the case may be. Yeah,
2: yeah. leave Caesar's to what is Caesar's and God, what is God?
0: Yeah, right. And so, um, but when you talk about that, that is a scary human thing. People do this on a daily basis. I do this pretty often. Like for myself, I I look at it like I it was like, man, why am I so broke? Why am I just living here? Why am I doing this? Like, what's going on with my life? And um, I've learned to not do that looking up. I learned to do that looking at myself. And it, uh, it was a long practice to have to do that because it's much, much easier to say, this is not my fault. It's much, much easier to look up and say like, I followed your rules, didn't you say I was supposed to be rich? And you look at yourself and you really honest yourself like, no, you really didn't promise me that. Mm. That you said I was supposed to be happy? It's like, mm, you really didn't promise me that either. What I was promised is that I would have less strife that would feel less terrible and all these other things. Am I practicing that correctly? I don't know. And so that's the scary part. It's like, we like to kind of put our foot into the water, but we don't like to go all the way in when it comes to the knowledge of thing. I think that's the
2: oldest battle in the book, man. The oldest battle of the world, the soul and the flesh. Yeah. The soul and the flesh. I feel like those are the two fighting constant. Yeah. And what's crazy too, the mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the mind is a He's, scary the, he's place, the in man. between yeah he's the in between you know and it's just it's it's crazy and like yeah you're talking about stuff that we do on a daily right i'm like i'm walking the right path why ain't good things happening to me now you're, you're feeling like you know like i, I get that all the time mm-hmm. but i gotta remember it's the spiritual journey and the physical journey is way different i think about when people too they talk about like um Well, if God exists, why do bad things still happen? Yeah. Not everyone believes in God. Yeah, right. That's why.
0: I love that question, though. It is the understanding that God has given the world over to humanity. And it's humanity's world. You know, like, humanity can do whatever it wants with it. And we know this on a daily basis that humans are terrible. (laughs) They're awful. We're talking talking
2: about people that hurt people, man. This is what this episode's about, abuse, man. It's hurt people hurting people.
0: Yeah. And so when you look at people like that, like and a, a lot, of, we'll say a majority of the world is selfish. A majority of the world is not necessarily concerned. That's why it's so hard to find good friends, right? Okay. It's because the majority of people actually do suck. So when you look at that concept, you see look to, you look at the world and you say, why is the world against me, or why do I feel like I can't get a break, or you know all these other things. It's just like well, because this is not necessarily God's world when it comes to that. He kind of just gave it up to us. So when we when we look at these concepts and we start feeling the way that we feel, because what you're what you're stating right now is a very common feeling that people are incapable of expressing. Mm-hmm. You're expressing it, and I appreciate that because mm-hmm. you're putting into words stuff that I feel. You know, mm-hmm. and for me to hear that out loud is like good. So those that's what it sounds like coming out mm-hmm. of a mouth, and not only that. Um, I know that somebody close to me is feeling the same way that mm-hmm. I'm feeling so um, So you talk about community and how that's important mm-hmm. is important. This is community right you mm-hmm. and I and makes right mm-hmm, yeah. When you talk about that the understanding is all right, cool So you feel what I feel what have you been doing? I'm sitting here with a notebook, you know, like alright So what do you do to kind of like mm-hmm. fix that, you know, and you're like, oh, I don't know and It's like what about you? Oh, I, I kind of try a little bit of this and I'm like this kind of helps, you know This kind of works. Cool. So when you talk about getting out of that that strife and that terrible place and stuff, the there's no new solution to this. Like the 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 um the, the type of um, uh, procedure is always going to be the same. Mm-hmm. You go through something hard in life, you find somebody who's done who's gone through the same thing, get their solutions, and then practice it out. And so you're going through a new struggle in your life. Mm-hmm now you're in that stage where you say you're going to uh, to meetings and stuff like that telling people what your problems mm-hmm. are trying to find out the people that have been through the same thing and when they tell you something this is the hardest part they'll give you the blueprint the blueprints now it's up to you to actually build that house mm-hmm. and that part's really mm-hmm. tough because sometimes you don't feel like it you sit back like that's a good that's an awesome solution i believe in that
1: i just don't feel like doing that mm-hmm. especially when it's like um sometimes the solution is so simple Yeah. But then you're like, okay, well, I don't feel nothing. Then I, I'm doing what you're saying. I feel nothing. So I can't be the solution. You don't know the solution. And then you're still seeking and seeking. Because yeah. that's what I've been running into a lot is a seeking that, you know. Don't, like I've been getting recently is, oh, dude, just hang out your family. Okay. But I feel like this, like, oh, no. that's going to fix. Everything, like, okay, I hang on my family the next day. I still feel like shit. Yeah, right. All right, it's so a cool man. You're in your head, hang on your family. <laughs> I'm like, <Yeah. laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I don't feel good. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's funny is because, like, we are, like, innately, as much as, like, like, we had, we, had, this is three people here yeah. that like love to talk about life and stuff like that, but we still fall into the same stupid, like, um, uh, st- situations all the time, which <laughs> yeah. is that, like, you tell me to do something, I'm still super impatient about it. I want this to happen, like, in a day. Like, yeah. this needs to be the solution now. Yeah. But in all reality, most of the times, uh, it makes, you've talked about it before. Uh, Tony Robbins says something that's like, but did you really try? Yeah, they're,
2: they're like, oh, I did a, a
0: million things. Uh, did, really? did, you,
2: did you really do a million? Yeah. Oh, I did a thousand things. Really? Huh. Oh, I did three things. Uh, Maybe I tried one thing, yeah, and not right. even that. Like, yeah. I half-assed that. Yeah, right. and I Something think that, like that. Yeah,
0: that. And that comes down to it, though. It's just like if somebody gives the solution, because yeah. that's not the wrong solution, right? Yeah. Somebody says, you got to hang out with your family. It's all right, cool. I did that for a day. You come back to the person, <laughs> like, they sold you a, a bad solution. Yeah. It's like, hey, I would like to return the solution because it didn't work out. Yeah. You're like, dude, you're supposed to do this for a while now. Yeah. And not only that, on top of, like, a couple other things as mm-hmm. well. And so people will sit there and be like, um, "Oh, this because we do have this idea is like this solution works for me, but it really, that really didn't work as much." Mm-hmm. I'm skeptical of that sometimes. There's some people that are like, "That's sound advice. That's really good advice. It probably will work for me. I'm just not motivated to use it." Mm-hmm. And and for me I'm to go patient out of my, enough to stick around to it. I right? think I,
2: I think about the law of process. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a process, and you got to learn how to love it. Mm-hmm. because it's going to be a long ride mm-hmm. and life is pain yeah. but with pain comes gain yeah that's yeah. the beautiful part of it yeah this is and not going to be the only time you go like, oh, yeah. i love this i love this episode because your page is constantly motivational yeah. it's 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 pushing mm-hmm. put to, to move forward and, mm-hmm. and and get it do it same here but to be on the show talking about this is like oh no we wake up Fucked up. Yep. You know, like we're are yep. having our days just like everybody mm-hmm. else, man. Trust and believe. But it's the process and it's still like what process? The formula. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And we are trying to figure it out. I think everybody just wants this like this microwave version of like Course. I want it wanted to just happen. Mm-hmm. It's like patience. The oldest thing in the game that everyone hates. Yeah. No one likes to wait for it. But mm-hmm. it's 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 real and I like that you hit on that. There's gonna be days like yeah, but I don't know. And, and but I guess it comes back to that Tony Robbins thing. Did he really try it all the way, or did he half-ass too? Yeah, right. Because sometimes you are on the right track. I think about that meme that they always post, and it's like the dude quits when he was just a little bit off mm-hmm, the dirt yeah. because the girl or the guy on the other side got the diamond already. Yeah, yeah. You're right next to your blessing. You're right next mm-hmm. to that moment, that golden moment. And I got to learn that. Like yeah. hearing Fausto say that. Like I, I get those moments all the time when I'm like. All right, F this. I'm I'm quitting. Yeah. Next project. What do you mean next project? Yeah, right. So what are you going to get to that close to the end? Or you don't even know cuz yeah. you really don't. You we don't know. And That's the beautiful thing about it.
0: Mhm.
2: That's a lot. I mean, I love that, man, and I love that. So if anything if anybody could get anything on the other side of this for reals, man, it's 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 going to be patience. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a process. There's going to be pain, but with the pain comes gain. Yeah. And are you willing To stick around, to wait for the miracle to happen, like they say. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Or the blessing to come. Yeah. The moment the light opens up and and you're exposed Mm -hmm. to the better you. Yeah. The better you. Because you know there's been those moments in your life, Faust, tell me if there hasn't, that you've like hit those golden nuggets where you're like, what? Because there's a lot of Mm -hmm. good things happening in your life right now. Mm -hmm. I know there is. And... And I, and I want to I wanna talk about that, too, because from coming out of where you came out of, man, you came a long way. And sometimes we don't get to see that from being in our seat. But I've seen it in you, man, the jump rope thing, the, your page to everything
0: you're doing, man. Yeah, it's it's very true. Like to be able to kind of like look at your life and everything. Like you may be feeling a certain way on the Mm -hmm. inside, right? But you have other things to like uh, feel grateful for. A a past version of yourself will look at your version now and be like, dude, I would die to be where that Fausto is right now. All he's Mm -hmm. dealing with is just being sad or like (laughs) like depressed and this this (laughs) and that. He's got. You're still in mm-hmm. a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. He's, got a <laughs> uh, he's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. He's got some jump rope opportunities. Yeah. He's got really good friends and family around him. Mm-hmm. He's got a solid program. He's not doing drugs. He's mm-hmm. not relapsing. So all this stuff yeah. is just like, dude, these solid. are like some solid things that are like not only just. Better than old Faust, but also just doing better than a lot of other people in general. Mm. So like, you still have something to work on because we are perfectionists in general, right? <laughs> We're just oh, like, yeah. like man, these are all great. That's cool. Like you throw it behind you, you're like, all right, cool. And I got to work on this project. All right, yeah. cool. Next, and then I got to work on this project. Yeah. You know, next. And so like, for you yourself, you're like, all right, now I'm feeling like sad and this, this, and that. When you have thrown your girlfriend and your opportunities mm-hmm. and your sobriety and like all these moments behind you and kind of like forget that they're there it's, it's better sometimes to be able to say you know what I need to keep them all in front of me not behind me keep all in front of me and work on this and say like yeah yeah dope that's cool that's cool but I'm still working on this and that's awesome and that's awesome but I'm still working on this that I think is a, pr- a proper balance but because like I said we have like this OCD like perfectionists mm-hmm. about ourselves sometimes we say like no the only thing that matters right now is the thing that's going wrong I've dealt with this in my own relationship. The only thing that's wrong right now is the only thing I need to care about. That's it. Nothing else of the progress that I've made or anything else really matters Mm -hmm. except for the thing that's going wrong. And that's Mm -hmm. not right. That's like this. This is really like this messed up version of how I see the world, which is that I can only really focus on the negative rather than any of the mm. any of the positive and that a lot that comes with uh, uh, we've all worked in at least one point in our life work in re- um, recovery mm. worked in like uh rehabs and whatnot right and one of the things we always talk about how important it is to have gratefulness every day mm-hmm. sometimes we forget to do that for ourselves, ourselves. Yeah. dude man and, and i it.
2: think too and in in what is it in all those aas NAs, and a's they just say man you're sober that's a miracle already let's mm-hmm. not downplay yeah. that you know it's great
1: I think, I think, oh, like what I run into, uh, when it comes to, for people who want to do like gratitude and all that, I am's affirmations mm-hmm. yeah. is that, it, you know, it's, it's, it's easier said than done, you right. know, too. Cause like, I know I run into times too, where I do my gratitude list and I go, I feel nothing. Yeah. Right. I did it this whole week. I feel nothing. Like now it's not working and yeah. it's almost like a project now. I yeah. like, I'm just writing it. Okay. Yep. Feel nothing. wake up in the morning. I am this, I am that. All right. Felt nothing. Yeah. try it again but it's like and it, it's so hard like because it is it's like doubt is this even working do i yeah. not do this no more am i not supposed to do this no more now it's not working yeah, right it was this a part else? of like a stage of my stage life of my life yeah, right. okay and 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 i think the biggest thing too is what is your will what is god's will yeah, yeah. you know like what what is because i mean depending on especially if you're an addict or people in general it's like it's so hard okay i'm doing this is this my world god's will so do i not do it yeah you know okay and then um understanding like, okay, if I'm not feeling connected to God as much, but I'm still praying and I'm still meditating and I'm reading, I'm being a good person, does that mean I'm still doing my will somehow? Is that why I don't feel God's will? And then it's just like a mental, a mental fog, you know? And uh, just kind of trying to figure out like what exactly is wrong through that process. What is my will? What is God's will? Uh, one thing that I kind of learned the other day was, you know, God's will is doing something without expectations. Doing something okay. Doing something good without expectations on it mm-hmm. for yourself and understanding. You accept whatever happens. Living in the moment. Living the moment. Uh, your will is usually something that's going to hurt somebody. Mm. Selfish things, acts, whatever's going to hurt God, yourself, or somebody. Okay, but also doing nothing is your will because nothing is still control you're still trying to control what's going on by doing nothing Yeah. and I think that's something that helped me a lot because sometimes I'm like okay do I just let go does that I mean don't do nothing right now and is this going to happen you know Yeah. so that kind of helped me understanding that whole like doing nothing is still a sense of self will Right. so that's kind of helped uh, with that concept let go let God
0: yeah, I think that you're right. It is it is a it is a complicated thing to be able to try to talk about is um, the the will form of like am I doing the quote unquote right thing going into the future right mm-hmm. and obviously the the more important thing to do is not to try to. Tell your future. That's really important mm-hmm. so now I'm be able to say, all right, so this is what I'm gonna do, right, with a full heart of like. And if I don't do this, I'm a failure, mm-hmm. because that right there usually mm-hmm. is like the setup point of uh, depression mm-hmm. and setup point for like I'm a failure and mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm adequate enough to do many things. There's Huge expectation. expectation right there, huh? Right, like, exactly. My future. And if I don't yeah. Yeah. do something Expectations today, is just a down payment on uh, the resentment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we don't want to get to that place. So what's more important for us is to be able to say, I just on a daily basis, because I can only control today. I can mm-hmm. control what I do today. I can't control tomorrow and I also can't control yesterday because it already happened. Mm. So I can only control today. So if I control today the best of my ability and with a, a full heart of like um, of, uh, of um, wanting to do well for the world and myself and I'm careful about that, if I do just today and I do that much every single day and I say, you know, it'd be cool if I can do this tomorrow Let's see if I can get that done tomorrow, and then you get it done, on a daily basis, you get an accomplishment, and you start going in a direction. Um, growing up in church, I heard the phrase a lot of times saying, I'm waiting for um, God to open a door, and I kind of come to the understanding. It's like, I just go through doors until God slams them on my face, you know, because one version of it is I'm waiting for a door. I'm sitting there. I'm standing. I'm just waiting for somebody to do something for me so I can walk through the door, the other version for me is I'm just going through doors until they get slammed in my face. I'm moving and I got to get that, uh, this version of just, like I'm going, I'm going and going and slamming door on my face. All right, cool. I'm going to go through this other one then and just kind of keep on moving and keep on um, going with, um, going with this idea that I am not necessarily, um, I'm it, or I am entirely in control of my life. And that's that's the scarier part because you want to say like am I doing what you want me to do God? You know am I going the steps and he's in a lot of ways I do believe God is very much like you do you, you know, you do your life You do in with all these things in mind that I've taught you, but your life is your life You choose what you do, you know, and so when you continue to go in that direction You do what you do and something bad happens get up and go a different direction, get up and go a different direction and just keep going. You know, instead of just sitting around waiting for God to tell you. And a lot of times God is sitting there saying like, I ain't, I'm, it's, this is your life. I want you to make the decision as to where you go, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it's, it gets tricky at times. It really does. Mm -hmm. But if you stay on that for too long, you will be sitting there waiting for a door Mm -hmm. to be open. And that may not, that may not be the case for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Like for myself, I take the time to kind of like, just take time to just to stop. Because I, sometimes I'd be going and going and going and then realizing that I don't like the direction that I'm going. And I just have to stop. I texted you the other day about that. Like, mm. What I do for myself is I just kind of stop and i just like, all right, what direction is this and do I like it? You know, and I really kind of sit there and I really like, um, like, like take a break from it. So then, like, when I get that motivation to do something, I'm like, is it that again or is it something else? So I can figure out which direction I'm right. going from that point. And, um, and sometimes that, <laughs> that's that point is like a month, maybe <laughs> two months of feeling like de- depressed, like feeling like nothing is going the way that I want it to. I
2: think, I think Fausto hit on a good thing. I mean, you're talking about gratitude, 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 but why is it that I don't feel it? think about Alan Watts, he, he, they talked about like the backward law.
0: Mm-hmm. eventually
2: you see that guy chasing gratitude and eventually he doesn't have it and the reason he's chasing it is because he doesn't have it mm-hmm. right that's that's pretty much evidence that he doesn't have it I think about faith without works is dead but then you're saying that work sometimes make you feel dead mm-hmm. I think there has to be a balance between no one want to smell the roses I, I, I go biblical too I go agriculture like you're always planting and watering but sometimes it, the harvest has grown and now it's just time to you reap what you sow, and then it's that moment where you where you gotta you gotta stop and smell it. That's living in the moments. That's what that's what I feel meditation is. Knowing and then yeah, you're right. Doing mm-hmm. nothing is doing my will. There's many verses where he's saying that the lazy man mm-hmm. he won't grow anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's maintaining that stuff that you're doing. And then and there's another thing that while you're talking, I thought about too was <sighs> Is there stuff that's wrong? Can there be a time in my life where there's nothing wrong? Yeah, and is that fucking weird? Yeah. yeah. That, that is like something I've talked about because I'm not going to lie, 2018, for me, there was nothing wrong. But now if I said that to the average person, they would be like, there's always something wrong. There's got to be something wrong. But I really felt like in that in that year, I was not trying to build outside. I was building inside and I was maintaining that. So that's why I was able to say that. Doesn't mean I was going to sit my ass down and not do nothing. It means I still had to do what I did yesterday, but there's nothing wrong. And I think sometimes there is moments when you can fucking say there is nothing wrong. Not because, I mean I think me and my old lady talk about this. Like people will say, how are you doing? Great. Really? Or you could say amazing. And they're like, really amazing? Like yeah, you, doubt, you, you doubt that there can be an amazing day, a great day. I kind of don't no more. I really feel like there has been moments in my life where there was nothing wrong. Yeah, is there yeah. stuff outside of me that's wrong? Hell yeah, people are getting killed, shot, and and, and murdered on a daily. But what do I, I? I got no power over
0: those things. So
2: I don't know. That was that was good. I don't know. Sorry, I, I went on this little rant, but.
0: No, I think that like um, that is important. It is um, what Fausto, so, because we're talking about like how your external is not bad, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about you have a good relationship going, you have a couple opportunities, mm-hmm. like you got some things that are happening. So things are happening on the outside. We're kind of like talking about like well, what's happening yeah. on the inside? So if somebody asking you how you doing, mm-hmm. your first reaction would probably go to a place of like. I'm not doing great. Mm -hmm. It's because you're very much focused on what's going wrong and what's going wrong for you is internal. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I'm not feeling well, like I'm not, not feeling gratitude. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling Mm -hmm. appreciation. I'm not feeling all these good things I should be feeling. And why though? why am I not feeling these things and it makes you talk about this thing of like um, sometimes I think you can have a great day but it all really depends on what what you're focusing on yeah Yeah, and so like for yourself in 2018 you were very much focused on a very specific thing Uh like I'm gonna fix this one thing whatever that one thing might be and you did and you got to that place where you're like, I did pretty good with this. Therefore, it's like when some people, somebody asks you, it's like if you went to Disneyland you're there at Disneyland, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Why? It's because I planned to go to Disneyland and now I'm at Disneyland. Yeah. So you ask me in Disneyland how I'm doing. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. You ask me a day after that, I'll be like, not so
2: great because it's I'm not Disneyland. Anymore. Exactly. You're talking about living in the moment. That's what meditation is. You're yeah. living in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. I am living in what I am reaping and sowing and all this. Yeah. This is it. Is there other things? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I I I'm, I'm, i I felt bad that your day was bad. Can I make it any better? Yeah. Right. But not because your day was bad means that I'm gonna downgrade my day. You know, I just I don't know. For me, that's one thing that I've learned too. Because there is days where I'm like, what is it? What is it? And yeah. I think when I really think deep down, it's because I'm connected to something, and it's just not doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. Right. And then guess what? Never is gonna do what I wanted to do, right? So I learned this detachment. Yeah, it's not that I don't own anything, it's that nothing owns me. Uh Yeah, right? That's freedom of the mind, that's meditation. I think that's (sighs) like, well, this is it. And some people might be like, Are you being lazy right now? Like, no. I'm living in the moment. Yeah. I'm living in the moment, baby. Yeah.
0: I think you're right. And, like, um, I, I think I can be able to, like, probably admit to that. I'm not sure if this follows suit with you. And it may take a while or maybe not to be able to figure out what it is that you're going through. But to me, it's not about what I don't have. It's about the things that I have that I need to let go. Like, for me, it's just, like, it always feels like I don't have something, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe that's the problem. The problem for myself is that I feel like I don't have the right job, the right finances, the right place to live, mm-hmm. the right, you know, friendships, the right this, the right that. I, sometimes I feel like I'm missing something, but in our reality, maybe it is that I'm just, I'm holding on to things that I shouldn't, things that are like poisonous, if you would, mm-hmm. I should let go, not looking to add, but looking to let go. That like, I, it doesn't matter what I add, I'm still going to feel like trash because the thing that I'm holding mm-hmm. is still ruining kind of everything. And I got to try to figure out what that thing that I got to let go is. So maybe it's not about adding something. Maybe it's more so Yeah, about and you posted something. you posted
2: that thing about nothing and, mm-hmm. the, and the will, and, mm-hmm. and you said, let God let go. Mm-hmm. And that's what comes to my mind. I'm just like, let God let go. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and got to be because that's the work I put in today. But that doesn't mean I got to be attached to everybody else because everyone else is freaking broken mm-hmm. and hurt people hurt people. I have people in my circle, I'm pretty sure you guys do that will look at you and just like, that's not, you're not still not doing anything, but it's like, for me, I'm focused on my crop Mm -hmm. and it's growing. Mm -hmm. As long as I know I'm watering, planting seeds, you keep pushing, you keep pushing.
0: Let's take a little break from this long episode with Fausto. (laughs) So if you need to, you know, use the restroom or need a pause area, this is probably the pause for sure. Uh, We're talking about some deep stuff with Fausto. So, but here on the Expose Network, we're uh, we're very much interested in sharing the businesses that are uh, sharing the same kind of mindsets that we are. And uh, if you go over to our Instagram over on Expose underscore network, then you'll find uh, all these businesses that we support um pers- uh here over here on this show and the first one we want to support is uh sacred anchor tattoo good tattoo um, um place mix you got something yeah them? oh man
2: great tattoo work uh danny's the owner from there and uh great artists uh Lino and all the guys man all the guys there man all mm-hmm. the guys there i've gotten tattooed by mostly everybody in that shop man yeah. and uh yeah, man, check them out. Great work. Black and gray, color to traditional to realism to uh, to letters and all that.
0: So yeah. Yeah, I don't. Ha- I personally don't have any tattoos, but the person that I feel I would trust to get a tattoo if I ever decided to get one would be Meg. So if he says this place is good, then must be good uh the other place is uh makeup by loren she does um, really great makeup artwork and um you can follow her over at uh makeup underscore by underscore loren and loren spelled L A U R E N N N. and uh if you need any makeup services weddings coming up any kind of graduations anything you need to look all spiffed up for just give her a follow and uh she's a solid uh member of the Exposed crew as well exposed
2: network remember support those who support you support is not only a word it's an action and this is how we show our love to the people that show us love be of service to the ones that are of service
0: that's right all right migs let's get back into the episode
2: because fausto posted something on his instagram do you want to word it? Do you, can
1: you word it? This is the let go one? Yeah, the let go, let Right, That's what I, I talked to. You, I was, let go, let God. It's like, um, letting go, letting God is doing good things without expectations. Sometimes we think that by doing nothing, God will do things for us in a sense. But it's really doing nothing is actually another form of control yeah so for people that are trying to get confused with that it's like yeah doing nothing is self-will doing good things with no expectations is God's will yeah right
0: and so the idea is more so like letting go of like myself or letting go of the things that I think that are for me Mm -hmm. and allowing God to have more control but what does that mean
1: Mm -hmm. that's kind of like
0: I I feel like that's when you when you talk a lot that's kind of like where you're stuck Mm -hmm. like Letting go and then letting God take control mm-hmm. is, but what is God's control? Like, what is he controlling me mm-hmm. to do? What direction do you want me to go? And maybe in all reality, like makes is saying, maybe it is, like, this concept of, like, Faso, everything's okay. But does it feel okay? It's like it doesn't feel okay because you don't believe that it's okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is, like this, like, this idea of, like, everything's fine. The only person that's freaking out about this, your life, Is just you, Mm -hmm. like this scared version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, for that scared version of yourself to realize that everything's okay, Mm -hmm. that's the bliss, that's the peace, that's the feeling Mm -hmm. of everything's Mm -hmm. all right. And so, that, 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 but that, that's hard because what you're doing is you're fighting against the version of yourself that's also like tied up with everything else in the world that's telling you what you should have and Mm -hmm. how you should feel and how you should be doing. And so, for yourself to detach from that, let go and then let God Mm -hmm. to have that contentness of where you're at and feel like Mm -hmm. everything right now is perfect. Mm -hmm. And everything, even if it's not. Everything right now is perfect. Chief talks about that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's the best meal I've ever had. It's Like, dude, you're full of crap. That's not the best meal I've ever had. And He's like, no, I have to tell myself that because if it's not, then I'm just gonna just look at it and judge it and rate it and say this mm-hmm. is not the best. I'm meal I'm the world's ever biggest had. critic. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so we can't do that. We have to say today's the best thing I've ever had and it's the best thing I've ever eaten. You're the best person I've ever hang out with, and to have that on a Make daily basis. Make the best basis,
2: out of the moments and everything, man. That is a universal. This is a universal message. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're an addict, whatever mm-hmm. you've gone through expectations is like and i love how you said it too god's will no expectations Mm -hmm. you're gonna hurt someone with your expectations yeah Mm -hmm. yourself
1: Mm -hmm. others
2: expectations get that's why that whole obsession thing that they talk about in like success and like these motivational people you have to be obsessed yeah i don't know that's scary for some people like you gotta like watch out with that word because then you can get so obsessed on one thing and forget about everything else yeah. and then the moment you get up from that mm-hmm. area and you look at other areas everything else is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. That's bro.
1: I think there's like a, that's why I think it's like there's a balance. If you're an addict be careful who you follow when it comes to entrepreneurship because yeah. these people so a lot of these people are not addicts so they can be obsessed they don't have the disease that we have where our yeah. obsession becomes too obsessed. Like an actual Exposed. obsession yeah. you know? I and, like to skate you're, you're going, you're going yeah. somewhere with this you one. Yeah. Hit it, hit it. So I think it's just that and then also to ask yourself the question what is it worth you, yeah, you can be obsessed about something, but you're probably not gonna be able to have a relationship, and you know, that's a logic, thing. that's a fact. If you're you like, sacrifice, yeah, sacrifice having a relationship with anybody because you're not gonna have the time. If you want to be that person and be, you're gonna have to be obsessed with it, and you're not gonna have this, right? You know, and you're not gonna. Be able to probably be close to your family, so really ask yourself, what do you want, and why do you want it? Do you want fame because you never had attention? You don't know how to get attention. You don't know socialize. So if I become famous, people will talk to me because people talk to me, I could talk back. But I don't know how to approach people. So why do you want? Why do you want it? I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So why that's do you turn. want it?
2: Now we get. It. Oh man, we, we. Hey, this one's good. This one's good. Yeah. And you're right. Watch out who you follow, mm-hmm. because they're not on the same path as you, man. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like you said, you're an addict. They start telling you this obsessive thing. Oh, you know obsession. Mm-hmm. We know how to obsess. I'm an addict. I know mm-hmm. how to obsess on something so much that I'm willing to give my life to it. Mm-hmm. Watch out, because that could be scary. Knowing uh. the balance. Mm-hmm. It's caring, but not caring at the same time. Knowing that balance of like what to care about, what's your wants, what's your needs, mm-hmm. all that. Well, that's that's heavy, man. And that's, that's good advice mm-hmm. for our listeners, man. Watch who you follow. Make sure that you... Mm-hmm. Because like, I think about, too, like books about wealth. Me and, uh, me and Anthony have talked about this. Books about wealth. Some people read those books and they're actually thinking wealth, wealth. And other people read that in spiritual wealth. Mm-hmm. It's just, But you got to remember who the guy's talking about. Sometimes he is talking about straight cheddar, Bob, cheese, money. Yeah. So you can't mm-hmm. go to that. You got to mm-hmm. go to the one, that dude that has some kind of spirituality. Because the other dude, he's really chasing the Mercedes Benz in the mansion. Yeah, right. Or the Rolls Royce, I don't know, Lambo.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of us ain't. Yeah, there's a limit, there's a cap to that, you know? And we're trying to find solutions that are not going to be uh, limited. We want unlimited solutions that are be able to, like, satisfy us forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing that I've been able to get to for myself personally has been God in the Bible. And so when we start talking about money and all kinds of other solutions, that's when it is always going to be this fight of, I told you this before, Migs, and I'm pretty sure I have mentioned it to you before, Fausto, there's only two gods in the world, God and money.
1: That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So like, when we really look down to it, and we're looking at like, oh man, it's because I don't have this job, money. It's because I don't have this place, money. It's because I don't have the, I don't, I don't feel confident mm-hmm. about myself because I don't have these certain clothes or a certain car, money. Like, it's always going to be about mm-hmm. this somehow, some way, shape, or form. We fall into the victim of how the world treats the world, mm-hmm. and the world treats the world terrible.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like either you're gonna seek God, or you're gonna seek to become God. Yeah right. The money, right. Yeah absolutely. To be God. To be absolutely. God. absolutely. Have power, yeah. And money's a, gonna be yeah. power. That's, 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 <laughs> that's yeah. the oldest story in the book. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve right there. Yeah. That's
2: funny. I, I, I want I want his power. Yeah, yeah right. So I'm gonna eat this and then I'm hmm. gonna be, I'm gonna become God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be all powerful and have control of my whole life. Mm-hmm.
0: No, there, you're never gonna. Yeah. Even when you have full control of your life, you don't.
2: Yeah, and that's why you got these millionaire, billionaire dudes for still putting guns in their mouth and. Yeah. Often, I'm telling you, it's that mm-hmm. obsession. You obsess on one part of the garden, the rest of the garden is dead. Mm-hmm. Man, intense message. Yes, Dude, they did a that.
1: study. It was like, uh, they're trying to see like how much money actually makes you happy. Mm. I love and, it. And so I know what they <laughs> said. <laughs> they did a study, and it said, uh, it said in the United States, $70,000 a year uh, is where you cap out. Anything after, adds stress. What? Think about what? that. That's what they said. I was like, that, that's interesting. So if you put that in perspective, when it comes to you're stressed out well if you could at least find a job in the long run that you're making 70 grand at most you're not you're going to be as happy as you can be and anything else you're going to just be more stressed all out. right in, <laughs> re, in
0: relation to money that's the most you're going to need to make right yeah, that's just... very interesting oh, i love
2: that <laughs> <laughs> so I, lo- I love when they do tests like that like 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 i read something too that said uh if you have ten dollars and you're debt free you're richer than 75 percent of americans mm-hmm. What is wealth? What is rich? I'm telling you, seventy thousand dollars is really good. Yeah. Someone on the other side is saying, that guy's broke. He doesn't know mm-hmm. nothing. But how do you spend? Yeah. You know, people, people that thing that they say more money, more problems, yeah. And guess what? Your spending's all meffed off. Yeah. You don't you don't have no discipline in that and that's what happens. And it's just there's so much things man and we can go on this one forever and yeah this the-
0: is this is the trio of talking forever
2: do you really think you're going down the right path well, let me tell you about dory
0: that's funny um i want to uh kind of like uh, start uh, ending out this podcast yeah. but we, we were talking a lot of serious stuff for a while i want to like lighten it up a little bit fausto seeing us how you are, uh, you are our guest uh um, mm-hmm. Do you have uh, any questions for Migs or I? Off the wall, anything is Ooh. fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, I Actually, I got a good one to ask you guys. Um, maybe you guys can relate to this. You guys ever hear anything on, like on Terrible Twos?
0: Terrible Twos? Terrible Twos. We talk about the second year of uh, life or <laughs> of mean, sobriety, what, what, anything. What,
1: whatever you relate <laughs> to it.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think a terrible too in because uh, in, I, I usually on the podcast come from um, raised in church like pretty heavily and the in the second year in church usually is <laughs> the time where people make the choices to whether they're gonna stay at a specific church believe the same thing they want to believe or just bounce and that comes in in play because after the first year you're like you establish yourself and you do something and you're like all right cool I'm on the worship team I made this Bible study I've been doing this thing you know that's cool I love this place and that second year come around is like that, almost like going downhill. From there, it's just like, I've gotten used to the worship band that I'm on and the Bible study that I've made. And the second year go through, you're like, man, this year was not eventful. So the whole entire first year was eventful. It's all kinds of stuff happening. That whole entire second year is crap. And so then when you begin the third year, after the second year, that's when you're just like, "Uh, I need to do something else. This place has... Basically, like I can get nothing else from this place. I completely wrung it out. You know, there's nothing else for me. Mm-hmm. What about you, Makes? What do you think about? Oh it man! Of it? Right,
2: first, I was thinking terrible twos <laughs> with kids because I got a, I got a, I got a eight year old. But you know, I'm I'm fresh into the Christianity, mm-hmm. and yeah, I feel that. I feel that it's like the second year is Like I've been I've been around too the the real Jesus freaks, <laughs> and like I remember growing up. I wanted to stay away from those. But like now, those are the ones I want around. (laughs) So it's like finding that church of balance Mm -hmm. of like, Jesus freaks, but not completely insane. You know, (laughs) still got some foot on the ground. But yeah, like when I think about second year, yeah, I think about even the second year in in sobriety, man. Mm -hmm. It's it's heavy. You know, like, like you were talking about that and it's, 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 it's been a hell of a journey, man. Even in my spiritual journey, yeah. it's been like, whoa. It's like, I really... I went from certain problems I had growing up that I wanted to get out of to having still problems, but they're different. They're different, and they're, and they're good. Which brings me back to life is pain, but without pain, there's no gain. And I just can't wait for this. But yeah, that's what I think about. Like, I'm definitely in that
0: man what did what you what, what, what did you what did you think about when you brought that up
1: oh just because i mean um like i said my my second year of recovery its it'll be 10 months into my second year and it's just everything is just blows yeah like i feel more frustrated more angry more irritated yeah you know like yeah. being a good person is hard yes. now i'm just like dude but it's almost and, and the crazy part too where i see it too is i'm noticing things about me more of like it's like humility. Mm-hmm. That's not how the way I'm sharing now. I'm very yeah. really like, well, you know, I don't feel like that now all the time. I don't know why, but I, just, you know, so that's why I said that faith with, with work sometimes can feel dead because the second year has just been. I mean, and I mean every day, dude. Every yeah. day there's this like, and it's not even like a bad thing happening, but it's like I can't take things anymore. Yeah. I'm not as spiritual no more. Yeah, but I'm doing the work still. Right. You know, I'm yeah. still doing the work. I'm even doing more than the work, if anything, because I have more I can offer now. Hmm. And um, you know it's interesting. You brought that when you said that before. You kind of like threw me off guard when you said um,
0: uh, when Mike says faith without works is dead. And you said yeah, well sometimes faith with works is dead. I, in my head, I don't think that. In my head, it doesn't make any sense. So like when you said that, I was like the first thing that clicked in my head was like I think what you meant right now which is dead. works.
1: No, works oh. without
0: faith is dead, and that's true. Because mm-hmm. you're explaining the right right now too. Is just like I don't. I have doubt which doubt is the opposite of faith. Mm. I have doubt, mm, I'm like feeling that. this way and that way, and you're mm. still doing the works. It's because yeah. you have no passion behind that works anymore. So yeah, mm. the works is going to feel pointless. You're doing it and you're like, why am I even doing this anymore? Mm-hmm. I don't have any like, because you don't have any faith to back it up. And that's a, that's a fine mm. place to be too, because you realize, all right, so me doing this works is pretty useless. In a lot of ways... Uh, if you've, because for yourself, you're like beyond two years in this like mm. process of how you do things. Maybe it's time to take a little break and to do something else, you mm-hmm. know, to do something else. Not to say that like it get off into a different belief system, whatever, mm. but more so it's like, all right, what do I do on a daily in the morning to be able to kind of like get to that, or used to get to that place? Mm-hmm. Maybe I can like, mix it up a little bit and change it and do something mm. else entirely. Or stir maybe, the pot. Yeah. Or maybe you mm-hmm. got to sit there and write and just like do something different that has to do with like me being able to kind of stir up this brain somehow. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's what it's been looking like too. Cause like, I mean, I've taken a break from certain places. I've been trying to have more fun doing things. Like I went kayaking the other day and, um, hanging out with my family and, um, you know, just doing different things. Okay. Read it, read something different now. Um, stop focusing on the recovery part. Maybe focus on what, uh, other things I want to work on, what I, what I want to develop, what I want to learn. Yeah. And I think that's been the biggest thing though. It's just like, it's like this thing I'm, I'm understanding of, it's like, I don't know who I am at all all yeah. in a sense of like what i like yeah which is crazy to me because i went to a music festival on saturday my my old boss took me for my birthday all the djs all headliners and i love the music like, yeah. i love the music i was like how oh, he bought me a ticket i'm like yeah let's go like, it's gonna be cool let's go um and i go and when i'm there i'm just like dude it's just this i don't want to be here why yeah. and it's just like i just feel like and it was just like this thing of like fall still like I'm sorry, but you don't like this. Mm. You only liked it because you got into it at a young age from partying. Mm. So it's just been like these realizations in my second year of like the things that I, I've liked I that bring me no pleasure no more, no fun. Yeah. So it's been very hard for me like this year to uh, have fun. Yeah. Like I don't want to be all programmed all the time. Yeah. yeah. But when I'm trying to look for things that have fun in and there, it's not fun, it's just this thing of loneliness comes in. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, this is... It's terrible. I went to the gym and I didn't like the gym no more. Like I went, I went for a couple weeks. I still don't like the gym. Like I think it's dumb. Why, I don't really care how I look no more. I used yeah, right. to. I used to, but I could go for a run outside. I'm healthy. I can eat better today. I'm healthy. I don't have to work out now. So it's just been like this. The terrible too for me is just a very like reality of like you said. Yeah. What what who am I? What do I want to do now? What does my belief look like? You know who should I be around, and why? is it hard for me to do certain things? You yeah. know, like this realizations for terrible twos have been for me like that. And there's a book that says, that's why I asked you because I think it's pretty logical too with anything, kids, places, is the second year is going to be hard, but it's going to test you. And if you get past that second year though, you're committed, you're committed and you're going to feel the, a blessing will come with oh, it. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever it is, whatever it is whatever mentally un- peace of mind or understanding to, or whatever, whatever happens, it's like, so that's why I was asking you guys because I've been just reading a book on that for a, a long time to keep. Me I heard a, I heard a pastor
2: talk about it, and then like the first year he's dropping fire, and then the second he's like, "Do I still got? Do I still got enough yeah. in me to go throw the second one in there?" And like he's saying it while he's doing like mass, like church. Yeah. And he's like, "Yes, your pastor is a doubter at times. Yeah. We're humans, and I like this. I like mm. this moment. I like th- I like this whole program because everyone knows you." As like, dude, you're you're getting it, mm-hmm. you're getting it, and then we're not saying you're not, but like you're you, right now, you 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 expose some real stuff where you're mm-hmm. talking about like, hey, we have our days, man, we have our days, and I feel it, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in recovering myself, mm-hmm. and like I realized one thing that a lot of the stuff I was into, I'm not into. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually the dude that's now sits at Starbucks, <laughs> grabs a coffee, and reads a book. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if anyone doesn't know me, I'm fully blasted <laughs> yeah. from head to toe. Yeah. And to see a dude at Starbucks uh, with a coffee and, and um, you would never think it's but, just a total like, contradiction. The way you look, yeah.
1: Well, you would, never but think that's who I am now. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I love, like you said, like I don't like to hit gyms. I like to run. Mm-hmm. Old me didn't like none of that. Yeah. yeah like if you would, I would have seen myself three years ago. I'd been like, dude, who are you? Some kind of pussy? Like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like. Go out there, drink, have a good time. But mm-hmm. all that stuff was me just running away. So I, could, I could fully relate, bro. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think a lot of people are going to listen to this and relate with that. Yeah. And you're right. I think after the second year, it shows your commitment. Because the first year, you're grinding because the passion is still there. You still so remember how it new. feels yeah. to put a needle in your arm or mm-hmm. sniff a, a bump yeah. or take a pill or drink a bottle. You still know the effects mm-hmm. of how much it was. It sucked to walk in, mm-hmm. to, into the rooms. And... The second year, that kind of fades out, especially if you did a lot of work. But I think mm. about they talk about in, in in the rooms. They talk about clean house, and I feel like when you get clean, you just clean the shitter, you just clean the restroom. Then you maybe go to the room and you clean a little bit, and you like it. But you, some of us have mansions, and we're we're figuring out different rooms, and sometimes those rooms are not
0: mm-hmm.
2: gonna be as clean as we. Want, want them to be in.
0: Yeah, I think that in this stage in people's lives, especially like that after that, too, so what you've done is like say if you imagine like a room and it's, it's at one point when you're born, it's completely white and your whole entire life just like. You make one little when you're a kid. You make one the little like crayon. painting or something. Ah, you make this, and then you get older, and you like spray all over the place. And then like you're like, I just feel like doing this, and it's not like cohesive. Like nothing about it looks good. You're just like, just like making all kinds of a mess. If you would, and then by the end of it, you get into this place where you're like, dude, I really kind of just messed up this canvas. Like this doesn't look right at all. Then you get to that place where you finally say, you know what, I need to, I need to kind of restart. I need to get rid of all this. And so this whole entire time, this whole year, maybe two years, you've been using the white paint and going over everything and giving yourself a fresh start. And you finally gave yourself a fresh start and it was fun, it was exciting because you got rid of all that old stuff and now you're sitting there with the white room again. And you're looking at everything and like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what I like, I don't even know what I'm about, but I'm staring at a blank white canvas with Mm -hmm. no ideas at all. Mm -hmm. And so for yourself, you need to get to that place where you're like, all right, I'm going to have to start adding stuff to it, but I'm not sure what I want to add first. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's like you need inspiration. You need to do things you've never done before. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And I think we've talked about this before, the snake trying to crawl back into its old skin. Yeah. It doesn't do it. Yeah. It's almost like when he's talking about painting the walls, here you are, now you value things.
1: Mm-hmm. You value yeah.
2: yourself. You value what you put into your body. You value mm-hmm. what you, who you are. So you painted this house... Now you're starting to put stuff that symbolizes who you are, right? your jump rope and all that stuff, and you decide to invite a bunch of friends over to bring the DJ system and start dancing, and then they're dancing all up on your couches, and you're like, Oh, this is not what I actually like. Yeah, right. I used to have parties like this at my house all the time because I wanted you guys to be thinking I'm cool. Mm. I don't know if this yeah. is your story. This is definitely <laughs> my story. Now I don't care if you think I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I don't care if you think you're cool. You're on my couch. No, you're, in the yeah, you're annoying and you're, me now. And now <laughs> you're destroying what I've created. Mm-hmm. And I'm allowing it. I'm letting you come into my house. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming into your house. And when I think about that, man, you just had made me have an epiphany because mm-hmm. I've done that many times. Mm-hmm. I try to bring people over and let them like, yo, let's, let's do a shindig. Mm-hmm. But I value this stuff too much now. Mm-hmm. I value what I put in here.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think that it's important to you invite different people now. Mm-hmm. You, like, you invite people that's like, you know what, I, need, I, wanna have a, I wanna have a book club. That would were way more interesting now right I signed up for one yeah, yeah. see but it's that but it's that kind of stuff where it's just like where an old MIGS right would be very much like let's have a party now a new MIGS is like I have a party because that makes me feel good right no it doesn't what about a book club? And maybe it's like you know what I'm about this. I like this. Yeah. You know, this feels way better than it does now because yeah. now you're a different person. What makes you mm-hmm. think that you're going to be able to be the old version of Faust when you're a new Faust? Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So a New Faust needs to find New Faust things. And what are New Faust things? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because now for you, it's not just a New Faust thing. It's a new New Faust thing, mm-hmm. right? Because the New Faust thing was all about whatever it is that you're doing, and that, a lot of that mm-hmm. may still stick. But now you're in a new new version of yourself. It's like, mm-hmm. do is it that? I need to add more things, newer things to my life, mm-hmm. or is it that just I need to just kind of sit to where I'm at? I don't know. I don't know what what, mm-hmm, what version of yourself yeah. needs to be able to come up here. I think a
1: big part too is because you know I've been unemployed for about a month now, and um, you know I'm going to Thailand in less than a week and a half, mm-hmm. so Woo. it's just so much time too. That's the thing. It's having so much time. So I'm like, oh man! Oh yeah,
0: I need to keep myself busy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I don't deal with addiction, but I yeah. have to keep myself <laughs> yeah. busy regardless. You know, like,
2: you know? It's it's, it's Anthony hit it. hit it. Hit it on the, uh, he hit it right on the spot. It don't matter if you're yeah. an addict or not. You gotta stay no. busy, gotta stay busy <clears throat> and stay uncomfortable yeah. because it helps you grow.
0: Do new things, man. Always do new things. Like I'm, I'm glad you bring that up the yeah. terrible two thing because that's important to think to think about not mm-hmm. all Whatever's happening today will not last forever. That's mm-hmm. just not the way the world works The only thing that I can bank on mm-hmm. is how I feel today for mm-hmm. today. I can't even bank on my um, on my relationship on my relationship, I can't bank on my uh, my belief system, I can't bank on anything being there tomorrow, I can't, mm-hmm. because I'm a human being that decides to change on a daily basis sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely work towards setting myself up for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can set it up for tomorrow being mm-hmm. all right and set it up for tomorrow being all right. Mm-hmm. And then I have to make a choice in the morning of that, of that day saying am I gonna be this? Am I-, mm-hmm. I set something up for today, for yesterday, so am I gonna carry it on mm-hmm.
2: or not? You said something beautifully, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most beautifulest things It's. I think people got a negative thing to it Mm -hmm. because they think they're going to lose like what's good but the good thing is it's like even the bad things don't last long I know it sucks that the good things sometimes don't last long too like losing somebody sucks Mm -hmm. but thank God for that that unwritten law that universal law because at the end of the day that means that whatever you're going through right now Mm -hmm. it's going to pass
1: yeah I got a good one to ask you guys before we finish up the episode because we can all relate how do, you, how, how do you guys find your balance when you wake, have to wake up next to someone in bed mm-hmm. and you still got to try to balance your morning to make sure you're, you're right? But when we wake up next to someone in the morning, there is that person that we have to worry about or they may talk and you're like, okay, I couldn't get my morning ritual in today. Yeah. You're talking or something happened and it totally takes you away from yeah. focusing on yourself and maybe it's multiple days because you're yeah. not doing good or you know what it is? You just don't have that, that space for yourself like when you used to and you could. Yeah. How do you find balance in that?
0: I think that uh, Miggs is going to have the best version of this because he's been in the, rela- out of all three yeah. of us, he's been in the relationship way longer mm-hmm. than e- either one of us has. And he has worked on this in a very specific type of way. It, me personally, um, She doesn't wake up at the same time that I do, so I get to get a lot of stuff in before she even wakes up. But it's still, like, that concept that you talk about, it's not just a morning thing. It's a whole entire daily life thing. How do I balance out my care and my love for this person and also the care and love for my own life? Mm -hmm. And uh, in a lot of ways, I've had to learn this because we're coming up on a year relatively soon, that within a year, I've had to learn for myself that, like, um, people are attracted to progress. They just are. And in a relationship, if you want to make influence to make sure somebody's all right, you do all right. Mm-hmm. If you do all right, the other person will follow. Mm-hmm. Because if you if they don't follow, they'll end up feeling like I'm falling off. Mm-hmm. And if they truly want to be at the same level as you are, they will follow. You don't even have to ask them to; they just mm-hmm. will do it. And I've noticed that about my about myself that like if I'm not working out, if I'm not doing something for myself, she'll she'll follow suit in the same way as like um and she has influenced in my life. If she's not doing anything, I'll be influenced to do not not do anything either. Mm-hmm. So what do I do to kind of like uh take care of her and my, myself at the same time? take care of myself Mm -hmm. which sounds ridiculous at a lot of times because that won't happen in like the first day you know if i take care of myself she will follow because she wants to be with me where Mm -hmm. we go and value our relationship Mm -hmm. Um, So I got to make sure that I work on myself, but I get so lazy about working on me I'd much rather just do Mm -hmm. stuff that has to do with her and that's where that's where like I don't get to work on myself Therefore, she doesn't get to follow me because I'm not working on Mm -hmm. me. I'm working on her and that is that's just a vicious cycle of um, Mm -hmm. Awkwardness really and so for myself. I um, I've learned and I'm still learning to work on me she will play yourself mm-hmm. out you know all that stuff will kind of work do you try out, to
1: well. do you structure like when you work on yourself throughout the week or yeah. yeah the
0: time the times that I get into that place I either make a list or I'll um or I'll just say like all right today's today's the day I'm, I'm not the kind of guy who can gradually go into things mm-hmm. like all right today I'm going to work on this and then tomorrow we'll do this I'm, not, I'm just like all right today everything has to change okay, like everything gotcha. has to change and um, and so when that happens I see I see her be motivated to kind of like be on that same page mm-hmm. to see that and say like all right I gotta do it too because she feels she wants to be there with me mm-hmm. and so when you have that kind of relationship where they want to be with you where you're going mm-hmm. then you're, it's not a problem it's just like oh okay you're just gonna go where i'm going right all right cool then i'm just gonna go and you're gonna go with me and it's just gonna naturally gonna happen instead of just like where are we standing not moving where are we standing right now are you okay is everything all right and it's like you know just constantly being like that then you're not gonna move anywhere And that's what I've just found for myself. I know your story is slightly different, but I'm sure it's uh. similar It's it's, it's similar.
2: Yeah, I I got the same thing. Like, let's say I wake up one morning. Especially because you have a kid, too. Yeah, I got a kid. Yeah, so it's like I got the kid and I got the old lady. So if they're having a day, I think about, I go biblical. You know, I think about there's a story where Jesus needed to go somewhere. And then someone grabs his um, tunic or something. And then he stays there and he helps that person. The person that he was going to go help dies. But he's like, this is where I needed to be. Yeah. I have that mentality so if I wake up even though I got to do something but they pull on me as in like I need your help right away I turn it to them and I give them that but then I realize one thing too I'm not gonna be the change they're gonna have to go dig down and get the change in most situations that's how it goes down Mm -hmm. after that build it and they will come I go on this mentality of lead by example I'm, I'm we're all men here and, yeah. and in my house obviously like they look at me as like a leader yeah mm-hmm. so that's what I do so sometimes I wake up and I just get it because if I'm still there and I'm babying mm-hmm. I'm 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 um, enabling yeah enabling even my child I learned now to like he has to do this yeah he has to do this because if not he will always think I'm there mm-hmm. and it's cool but where does God come into play yeah that's where I come in and like for me I I realized that the leading by example and the building and they will come has worked my old lady now beats me to wake up Mm -hmm. like she she wakes up before me and she's doing her routine and then I wake up yeah you know it wasn't always like that Mm -hmm. but it that came from leading
0: by example And, and I'm sure that's motivating for you it's like a cycle yeah
2: it's like it's dope because then there's the days I needed. Or I like need a little bit of like and then she already had gotten into her daily and she's like, well look at what I read yeah and that's dope man to be able to I think that's an amazing part of it like when you grab your health story to help someone go, go, go help them get through theirs but then when if the the roles are flipped yeah and that's what you're trying to build yeah those are the most important people in my life because they're with me at all times. So that's the system I work, and 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 people would be like, "Oh man, like, are you just gonna really leave her there, like crying?" Like, no, I never leave her there crying if she's going through something like that. But I really ain't the solution, right? And I can't give what I like. You said I can't give what I don't got. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I need to take care of myself, and then come back, and and she needs to know that too. And in my house, we speak honesty, and I tell her like. I'm gonna let you hit walls because I'm not gonna be the change. And I realized that for me, a lot of people were getting in the way of my blessing. And what I mean by that is they were constantly enabling me, not till I burn the boats to the change. And Mm. I think David Goggins talks about it no one's really gonna come and save you. Mm -hmm. I I think we all want that. Like my mom, my dad, Mm. my uncle, my brother's gonna come and save me, but it just doesn't happen that way. And, And I learned that through my story. So I tell her, I get it. You could have your moments but you can't make it a day yeah you could have your moment but you can't make it a day it's a little bit of the tough love but it's true
0: yeah you and, you you bring up this uh this really important thing and i'm not sure if like this is where like your brain is on this because my brain is on this place mm-hmm. is um he talks about uh, makes you talk about this um this this concept of not being able to um allow her the other person to make you the solution for everything or him yeah Yeah, or him right i'm not um i'm in that i might be and you can correct me if i'm wrong i'm in that place where she is one of the best things that is happening in my life Mm -hmm. and i put a lot of kind of like a trust in that Mm. and because i do i find that to be and i have found that to be completely unfair that she is the one that's going to constitute how I'm going to feel throughout the day because I put so much effort and so much like love into the fact that she is like the, one of the best things happening in my life and I get scared about that either falling apart or, or, or anything like that, that I feel like I, all my attention has to be put mm. towards that. Mm-hmm. Therefore what I'm doing technically by that point is saying that you are the author of my happiness and my well-being, therefore I must put all of my attention towards you all the time. I've learned that that's not fair. That's not mm. fair to put that on any person that is mm. will guaranteed will fail you because mm-hmm. people will fail mm-hmm. us. Even the people that are closest to us will fail us somehow. So for me to go out of my way and say, like, you were the one that's in charge of like my happiness and stuff, for me to go out of my way and make sure that you're all right and taking care of you without like taking care of me is basically saying that
1: My 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 my
0: glass heart is in your hands and that's Mm -hmm. completely irresponsible to do something like that You're my higher power exactly Mm -hmm. and so for me to kind of like learn to kind of like take that back a little bit and say like You can't be the only person that's in charge of my happiness I should be in charge of my happiness and I give that to God Mm -hmm. I should be in that place to be able to do something of the sort rather than saying like on a daily basis How's your routine? How's your life? How's your thing because I know that if you're taking care of then I'm taking care of when in all reality if I'm taken care of, you're taken care of, in my mind. If I take uh-huh. care of me, then you're taken care of too. And uh-huh. if you think that the opposite way around, we're gonna be good, all good. But that's what I feel sometimes about um, the whole idea of how that's, do I take care of myself. That's uh-huh. biblical. Uh-huh. <clears throat> love
2: me like you love your neighbor, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but do you love him first? It's yeah. like loving him uh-huh. and then your neighbor yeah that's that's it like you can't give what you don't got and i'm from believer in that and like a lot of people might think that's tough but it's like i feel like happiness got everything to do with me Mm -hmm. it's inside of me and in a relationship with god Mm
1: -hmm.
2: purpose comes with the people
1: Mm -hmm.
2: my family is my purpose that's how i give that's how i'm of service but first, I can't be of service mm-hmm. if I'm not fully energized to be of
1: service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta be grateful mm-hmm. and and ready. And I think that's a I like how you how you both shared that because what you shared, I relate to, and I also battled both sides of that. Mm. So I battle with I understand that you can't make like you said your girl your higher power. You can't rely on that because that's codependency. That was, that was it it that can happen. Good. You you catch yourself sometimes. So since I've struggled with codependency, yeah. and I've worked on that for almost two years, and I and I. I'm doing really well with that. It's almost that battle when I, I, sometimes I almost avoid hanging out too much. Yeah. But then I'm like, it's a whole battle, game. okay now, hold on, I don't wanna get attached to you and hang out with you again. I need to, I need to go do something for myself. But then see I get in my head about that because then I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I'm causing all my own problems. Just go hang out. You know, Falstead, that you're good. You're not relying on it, just go hang out. Yeah, so right. it's a whole double battle of avoid, I'm not codependent but then also am i over avoiding too much sometimes mm. especially when you have a lot of time like not working right now yeah In my head i go okay cool i got two weeks left before thailand realistically i'm not gonna get a job in two weeks because yeah. i've applied so it's not like i'm not doing nothing yeah but i'm leaving for 15 almost 20 days because it's kind of tough yeah it's kind of tough yeah. so okay for these two weeks go for a run eat right you pray you go to two meetings a week you got that set in cool I'll have so much time. What do I do? Yeah, hang out. With your, why not hang out with my mom? Hang out my Why not? They're there. They're awesome. Hang out with my girlfriend. But my head goes, oh no! Why was I over hang out with them? You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's, it's so stupid thinking like, was oh, codependency going to develop in two weeks? Yeah. And I'm fucked. And, then, and it's yeah. such a battle in my head, which is so funny. That's why I like how you shared that too, because I'm like, I that battle with the both thing and that. Um, so yeah, that's that's no, good I like that question because <laughs> uh, that that's very applicable uh, I
0: think to a lot of people definitely mm-hmm. for myself and I think makes a deal with this for his own life
1: and do you guys find that happen with you in general with this chasing the, the, the trying to be a good person life when you're new to anything that you're trying to try to find balance in it especially within two years of trying something to to know what's how much is too much how much is not enough when you can trust yourself mm-hmm. what is right what is wrong right? who, to, who actually is of service to you that you can help or better yet when do you know to be of service and when being over service? Right. Like so
0: much. I think that you're, like, you're in a very specific place and everybody has to go yeah. through this at least once where it's, um, oh, many times actually, where you have to kind of like, you look at yourself and you say, am I doing enough, my standard, their standard, God's standard, everybody's standard. Am I doing enough? Like, is this mm-hmm. is this good enough? I think that like on a, on a, on a kind of like a standard basis, when people talk about you, Fausto, mm-hmm. they always say, Fausto's a really great guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, a, it's, a, it's pretty un- understood, like mm-hmm. generally. Mm-hmm. That you're doing good. So, the only person who may not think that you're doing as good as you. Mm-hmm. So, when we talk about, like, how are you doing? If I asked people f- five years ago, 10 years ago, what do you think of Fasto? Uh,
1: what do you think they would say? I don't know because I don't know you then. Uh, they would say I'm a funny, nice person a lot of people would still say that they say you're dependable they say that you're probably not dependable (laughs) (laughs) back then then? yeah back then because I've always been a nice person a nice and loving person but the dependable part probably would fall off because I'm always Fucked up. Yeah, right <laughs> gone disappearing, yeah. you know, didn't right. show up. There's
0: some qualities about you Yeah, you know, I don't think that are that are completely different from where you mm-hmm. are today And so for the world to be able to look at you and the standard of being saying like you're doing good You've gotten used to that you've gotten used to your good mm-hmm. That now it's not good enough mm-hmm. And so where you're at right now in your life to be able to realize that it's like you're climbing a mountain And then you stop at a moment you stop at a place at the mountain You're not sliding back. You're not going backwards on the mountain. Not mm-hmm. going back to the base. You just stopped And sometimes we feel we're not making that progress that for some reason it feels like we're not, uh, that we're going backwards, Mm -hmm. and that's not true. You're actually good, you're doing really great, but you're so obsessed with doing so much better all the time that you're gonna keep going, which is a great thing to have, Mm -hmm. but you can't shoot yourself down for that. You can't Mm -hmm. say like, no, where I'm at right now is not good enough, because if you do that enough, then you're going to drive yourself nuts. Yes. And I'm sure that yeah. you've <laughs> been driving myself that. nuts every day. <laughs> every day. Yeah. Because it, so it is this balance of being yeah. able to say, like, um, I'm not done growing, but it doesn't mean that I haven't grown at all. To get in that balance of saying, like, uh, I'm going to keep growing, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to, like, freaking kill myself over it because I'm actually doing okay. I'm not hurting mm-hmm. people anymore. So you're not hurting mm-hmm. people anymore? Let's get out of that because that's the mm-hmm. scary place to be. If you're hurting somebody, mm-hmm. including yourself, get out of that. Now that you're out of that, mm-hmm. Cool, peace, make progress, but don't don't feel mm. like you're not you're not doing anything that you need to go as fast as possible
2: mm-hmm. I think yeah, I think it's a balance of self love and then loving others, mm-hmm. so like for me, it's like God, read, exercise, meeting music that might sound like a lot for people, but I could get that done in four hours, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then that gives me another twenty. I sleep let's say six to eight uh and then the rest of that technically is now like. I wouldn't call it free time I call it living in the moment <laughs> so uh, that mo uh, in in that time if like like right here I'm here yeah. I don't care what is going on outside of this room right, right now I am here 100% mm-hmm. and that's because I did my routine and this is a part of it and this is a part of service too yeah. I throw service in there so as long as I get those things down the God, the reading, the exercise, the meeting, and doing something with my music, real simple. A lot of people would say that's a lot. It's simple. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was the dude that said that's a lot. Yeah. But now I say it's simple. Mm-hmm. Get that done, if I could get it done, whatever time it is, after that, anything, I will give you all the time you want. Right. After that, I'm sitting with my son, and I'm like, what do you need? I'm sitting with Anthony, what's going on? whatever it is and then i just feel like and people might say like dude why weren't you over there you missed an opportunity then that opportunity was in mine because i was here that's good that's that same jesus thing that i told you that i do with the old lady she wakes me up and she's crying or she's having a, a bad moment i'm there nothing else matters and anyone could say dude that's the time that they were giving free tickets to to the eagles concert yeah right i'm a big eagles fan yeah <laughs> and i'm like yeah well guess what it wasn't in my it just wasn't in my in my in it didn't matter as it much. Didn't, yeah it didn't matter it really didn't what mattered is where i'm at yeah and i think that's what it is it's like because my routine used to be long and you it got to be this way it got to be that way and then I eventually got to the stage where it's got to just be this mm-hmm. and after that you're doing exactly what you got to do
0: yeah that, yeah no I, I love that it's that feeling of um, I have got my satisfaction for the day yeah satisfaction for the I got day my is fix yeah and we know fix yeah
2: I like I got my I got my little dose for the for the day of mm-hmm. myself the selfishness the self-love the all that stuff yeah right now it's now others homeboy mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. are you playing your guitar yeah for others mm-hmm oh, I, I, I've been on the street I just performed on the street in Hollywood. Homeless guy comes up to you, talks to you, and he wants to talk and having a conversation. Guess what? My whole attention now goes from music to, yeah, I... what's up, bro? Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's the way I figured out for me. I don't know. Maybe that helps a little bit for you and anybody mm-hmm. on the other side of this. No, I like that. Because it... you do got to have that little mm-hmm. self-love, self-care, selfish moments.
0: Yeah, cause sometimes we start with a giant list, right, of like 20 things I got to do in a day, and then you find out, all right, so this is not as important, this is not as important, but the fundamentals are like these things, yeah. like these four or five things. I have to do that because yeah. I actually appreciate that. And that it. took time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to get to that place, where, are like, all right, if I could do this today, I'll feel like I accomplished the day. Yeah, boom. I completely so that's what nailed it, is, it
2: Ooh, And you know that feeling, Faust,
0: no. after the routine is done, and you're
2: mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm like mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> body, soul, and mind are aligned. Yeah. Now they're not going yeah. against each other. Now my mind's not saying, I don't want to run today. Mm-hmm. My legs are like, yeah, me neither. Guess what? By the time the run is done and the reading's done and you're connected, mm-hmm. all of them are saying, so what's next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, nothing with us. Mm-hmm. Somebody else out there needs to get that mm-hmm. alignment. now become a mechanic for the world and it's not like this like i'm trying to change the world kind of thing
0: Mm
2: -hmm. i'm just trying to change myself and while i change myself others change around me it's almost contagious yeah it's almost contagious your cup is overflowing but yeah Yeah. like at this point you don't want to come with like i i I just got a text from a friend said i never really like to come with negativity to you man but like you're the only one i can talk to yeah it's like that's amazing yeah in so many ways but Mm it's it sucks that sometimes it's it People don't want to come because you do. You almost make like this force field of positivity, yeah. and it's dope. <laughs> but you know, I think that's what it is for me, and, and it. Mm-hmm. I've learned it mm. with time because I'm telling you, my list was long. Yeah. Read, meditate, now yeah. it's just uh, God, read, exercise, mm-hmm. meeting, music, five, five. Mm-hmm let's kill it in an an hour each one and come on Uh it's not gonna take me an hour to read a proverb of the day or a bible verse or a jesus Uh calling it's not gonna take me uh, yeah an hour maybe for a workout yeah Uh like 45 minutes of run 45 Uh minutes uh weights. you know Uh an hour meetings an hour Uh what else did i say on there music music yeah why not post something up on the social media, go play a little bit on the streets. And by the time I'm on the streets, I'm already around people. Let's make this run. And then I'm not only about music, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm different. I'm like, I'm about God, about sobriety.
0: There's so much things we could talk about. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's truth. Well, in the attempt to... uh get a little uh, lighter, we kind of just went straight back into
1: it. It was like a 20-minute episode, right? <laughs> twenty right. Minutes? No, for sure. This is
0: only like 15 minutes. Um, welcome to we Exposed <laughs> Network. Welcome, <laughs> ba- welcome Should, back.
1: I think you need to add a <laughs> little voiceovers of like, don't worry, guys. We're almost done. Yeah, right. i have to do that throughout like yeah. an hour and a half of an episode. We should have like a little voice that says,
0: if you've survived this long. Yeah. <laughs> you're, a real, you're a real member of the Exposed Network.
1: We're going to be throwing <laughs> hidden messages throughout this thing to get a blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> right. We should, probably,
0: yeah, we should probably do like some sort of sweepstakes or yeah. like a, competi- a contest or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, I guess we should uh, land this. We should pro- we'll probably just have you on again, because to be honest, like this is like yeah. I said before, this is the trio of Talking Forever. Yeah. We've had a long history of this, and we haven't talked together like this ah. in a while. Yeah, so that makes sense stuff. to me. This is Taking Forever. But um, uh, we should definitely have you on again, because you have a, mm-hmm. a wealth of knowledge of the things that we talk about, especially, like, I want to talk to you about your podcast eventually and mm-hmm. stuff like that and talk about what's going on. What is your podcast so other people would know about it?
1: Uh, it's Sober Weekly, and it's, uh, it's on YouTube, and it's... Uh, it's a podcast where I bring people that are battling with, um, obstacles of life in their recovery nice. in any Ooh. shape or form of how that looks. So not on the worst story, but more of like, how are you dealing with life now? Yeah. You know, and, and so people can find some, you know, some hope into working on themselves through those right. process. And I've heard it before. It's yeah. like, it's some heavy hitting people. Like there's some
0: like heavy people on there mm-hmm. that are actually giving some like solid advice with some solid mm-hmm. time behind them and everything. And Instagram. Give them your Instagram. Sober underscore
1: Faust. How do you spell Faust? F-A-U-S-T. All right, cool. I'm going to go follow you right now. Yeah, I got a website, (laughs) www.... Wait, you're not following me? (laughs) (laughs) www.soberfaust.com. You can go on there. You can check me out on there. Um, Anything new? Anything coming up soon? um, I'm going to be in Thailand for two weeks and about a week and a half to... You know enjoy my significant other out there and connect nice. and uh i guess my sponsor told me to really find god in that trip nice. i should pay attention so just that and then after that i mean that's when the planning will start you know i'm trying to like not think too much right now in these next c- couple weeks but hopefully get um start working in something different job wise i'm not too sure yet but we'll see from there you know just see from there
0: sounds good uh, Migs you got any shows or anything coming up uh, yeah, I do I do check me out on
2: MIGS333 I post Ooh. up all the shows there on on Facebook Migs
0: Whiskey YouTube Ooh. Migs Whiskey and if you can't find none of that Google the name yeah you are Googleable which <laughs> is uh, very interesting um, I'm not doing anything so <laughs> don't follow me don't bother me <laughs> this is this is the only thing you can find me on <laughs> and another
2: thing uh, follow expose network X P O S E underscore network I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure
0: yeah that's gonna be um, uh, where we post information about this podcast as well too we'll put some stuff up there but be a part of the network we're um, makes what, yeah. what is, what is if, if
2: you're a business owner it's pretty much helps you just hit up the DMs be a part of it every Monday on your story you post up go follow the page and then you're supporting everyone on that page every business on there so it's support those who support you it's being of service to the ones that are of service and trust me we do not uh, there is no catch we're not charging you anything it's just a community of people wanting to help each other mm-hmm. get exposure Fausto's stuff will be up on there. My stuff eventually. I want to put everyone out there first before I put myself. So everyone knows that this isn't some kind of like, oh, I'm trying to like get something from this. I'm not. I always get the question. What's the catch? There's no catch. I just want to help you.
0: Yeah, right. And expose
2: network is just about that. We're just a bunch of people trying to help expose each other, expose truth, talk about every topic Mm -hmm. and now it's the podcast it's the instagram we'll be having a youtube page and everything so get ready man it's coming
0: yeah all right well let's uh put this away fausto thank you so much for uh, joining us on our first episode back of our big comeback of our second season or whatever you want to call it i guess but Fausto, it is an honor to have you on our first episode coming back thank you brother and uh we will be back uh probably make this a weekly thing We'll yeah back. why not? We'll make it a weekly we'll fade. be back next week yeah we'll be back next week and then you'll catch our new episode with whoever it is that we're with probably be me yeah right but, um, episode um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot and uh we will you will hear us soon sweet man thank
1: you